You're listening to The Business Marketing Show, episode number 43. On this episode, we have our special guest, John Bellamy from heartcenteredmoneymakers.com, and we'll be discussing how to use LinkedIn to generate leads for your business. So stay tuned. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Hi, everyone. This is Ed from The Business Marketing Show with our co-host, Brendan Tully, and we have our special guest on the line today, John Bellamy from Heart-Centered Moneymakers. Uh, John is, well, he calls himself the Chief Revenue Officer, which I love, and uh, we've got John on the line today to have a bit of a chat about him and how he got involved with Heart-Centered Moneymakers and his partner, Roscoe Patterson, and also talking mainly about LinkedIn and how to use LinkedIn to generate leads for your business. So thank you very much for coming on the podcast, John. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Great, Ed. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Brendan. So you're over in New South Wales. Is that, uh, is that right, John? Yeah, we're, we're right on literally on the border of Queensland and New South Wales down there at the, the fabulous Coolangatta Tweed Heads border. Ah, uh, yes, I've been through there myself. It's a, a beautiful spot to be. So, um, so we first met uh, several weeks back. You were over in Perth for a, a quick visit. You were presenting at Out of the Box Biz, which I am a member of there, and you were talking about LinkedIn. And uh, one of the things that we spoke about on a you know, after the show was coming on and uh, actually coming on to the podcast. So we finally have you. So thanks very much for taking the time to do that. Can we get a get a bit of a backstory from you, John? Before you got involved with Heart Centered Moneymakers, what yep. was it that you were doing that led you up to to getting involved with Roscoe and, and starting that? Yeah, sure, sure. So ever since, uh, I mean, we go way back when I finished school in in '97, and um, you know, I, I didn't get a, a fantastic um, end of year grade, uh, so the university pathway didn't really work for me. And whenever I went to schoolies, I started working and knocking on doors, um, yep. selling you know phone systems and and those things, you know, just the little things that you do when you're a youngster. And um, so I've always been exposed, like uh, from that from that professional space, always been exposed to that direct marketing approach and uh, did my business apprenticeship essentially with a company called Selmat, which is uh, one of the Australasia's largest um, direct marketing firms. Um, went through there, uh, worked in the recruitment space. So ultimately, you know, since I, I take it from like 99 when my, from 1999 when my, you know, so-called professional career started, um, I've always been in that direct response marketing space, be it in working with advertising agencies, direct business owners, um, and, you know, employers to help them find staff. Um, and LinkedIn's been a, a huge part of all of that journey. So when when did you start using LinkedIn as a as a tool? Yeah, it's really funny. I um I I started using LinkedIn uh, in the two thousands in in around there. I think it was like it was it was it was about a year or two after LinkedIn actually came out in the marketplace. Uh-huh, and yep. um I was I was going through that employee space at that time, and and like most people in that sales business development realm, you you get all of these business cards. You have all of these networks and contacts of people that you meet over time. And I literally had like Rolodexes full of cards. Yeah. 
and, been there. I've <laughs> been there for yeah. sure. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do with these? I've got them on a 30-day call cycle and I pick up the phone and call them and, you know, we, we, we generate income that way. Um, and it wasn't until one day, like most people, I got an email through from this thing LinkedIn and it was, you know, such and such wants you to, to connect with them on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what's this thing? Um, so I, I literally created an account, um, as one of the first steps, didn't really do anything with it for about 12, 18 months. And then all of a sudden it hit me and I was like, hold on a second. This is where the entrepreneurial start of, of the journey really, really came into full swing. It was like, hold on a second. I've met all of these people. I've met all of these people who essentially, um, you know, know me as John Bellamy and 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 the like, and I'm, and if I leave, you know, a company that I'm working for and I want to go out on my own, I essentially leave with nothing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I went, well, imagine for a moment if I just started. I've got all of these business cards, but what if I digitize these and just started connecting with these people? Because who knows, you know, where that could lead to the whole two degrees of separation, and you know, what products or services. Um, maybe utilized down the track. Uh, so at that point, I really started ramping up and, you know, everybody that I was meeting with, I was starting to connect on on LinkedIn with um, and just taking them through that process. Yeah, I mean, that's a really great point. And that's one of the things I've always loved about LinkedIn is most people change jobs and businesses, what I find on a regular basis. It seems like you know, people move around a lot. But what yeah. very rarely changes is their LinkedIn profile it's still them they may have changed companies or uh, phone numbers or various things that you would usually try and get in touch with them and emails but LinkedIn seems to be the the, the one constant that very rarely changed so you, you were, were never losing touch with some key players or connections that you had so I think that's one of the things if people really get that about LinkedIn just as in that basic principle it's a really fantastic tool to yeah to, it's to use. it's yeah, absolutely. It's um, you know, it reminds me of a of a client that I was working with recently in the financial um, services space, and you know, lo and behold, one of their employees who was a planner um, used to be a client of mine about ten years ago when I was working at Selmat. Um, he was working in an advertising agency at that time, um, and you know, I walked in to deliver some LinkedIn training, and and there's this guy sitting there that I knew from you know a decade ago. <laughs> And and one of the cool things was is is exactly what you're you're talking about there, Ed. Is it's like LinkedIn. It's it ultimately it is a personal branding platform. And the cool thing that this guy had done in the financial planning space was all of those years of working in his previous employment in advertising. He had connected with all of these media agency contacts, creative designers, and the like, and. He was he, one of his questions was, well, John, you know, I've got all these contacts, but you know, they're not really relevant to financial planning. And and I said to him, but have you thought about you know really leveraging those contacts and and essentially being you know the financial planner for the media advertising sector? <laughs> yeah, good twist on that one. Yeah. And and literally, it was like one of those light bulb moments for him where it was like, oh my god. I know the sector, I know the lingo, I know how I can talk to these people, I know exactly what they're going through, I know what their pay structures are like. Yeah, for I sure. I can really help these people grow their wealth. Um, yeah, so we're working with him at the moment, really leveraging LinkedIn to go and communicate with those people. 
Fantastic. Yeah, that's the thing. If you really want to drill down to specific niches, LinkedIn is great. Um, do, do you use, uh, we're getting a little bit, we'll go further into LinkedIn in a while, but just sure. in terms of do you use the, the basic LinkedIn or have the premium or do you have the, the sales platform? What is it that you use? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question, Ed, and it's a really common question. Um, going back a few years ago, you, you could really get away a lot of the time with the free version of LinkedIn. Um, moving forward to recent times, LinkedIn have brought out like a commercial usage policy. So essentially, if you're utilizing the platform for prospecting or for you know, bringing on clients, you get penalized. Mm. Um, and they really encourage you to go into a paid version like the business premium, and that's the one that we use, um, or like the, the sales navigator. And there's a few different options that you can choose from there. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, like what, what I personally suggest, and I, like so my standing right now, just so we're 100% clear, is you, you really must be on the paid version. You really must be going the premium version. Yeah. And it's, it's, it just opens up a whole, a whole nother level of what you can do on the platform. And I often get asked the question, but, John, it's $100 a month or it's expensive. And, and it's not until people actually really start to understand, well, what's an average dollar sale in their business? You know, what's the lifetime value of a client actually worth to you? That Then they can justify that cl- that cost. And most of the people that I speak to, you know, an average dollar sale typically is somewhere between $1,500 and $3,000. And a lifetime value tends to be, you know, on average minimum around the seven and a half to $10,000 mark. Yeah. So for the sake of $100 a month or $1,200 a year, if all you did was get one client over the course of a 12-month, you're miles ahead. Yeah, look, very true. And Brendan and I come across this a lot as well where people are they're, – they're not looking at the big picture. They're only looking at the small amount of money that um, they've got in front of them to, to pay for these different services that they, yeah. they, they would have cost them probably 10 times as much five or 10 years ago. Uh, and they've, they've got all these at their fingertips and say, yeah, looking at the, the value per visitor is really a, an important yeah. thing to do when you're calculating these tools. So very, very good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brendan, did you have something you wanted to ask John at this, yeah. this inter- <clears throat> in- so intimate? So what, do the, what, do, what does the premium version do over the free version? Like uh, I, <clears throat> I have a LinkedIn profile, but, you know, from a business perspective, I've never used it. Well, I've never got a client from it and that, like – I don't have a strategy for it for starters, but I guess, you know, I'd I'd happily pay the money, but what does, what can I do paying the money? What does it allow me to do? You you actually, you hit the nail on the head, Brendan. Most people don't have a strategy. And regardless if you're on the free or the paid version, if you don't have a strategy, you're going nowhere with it. Um, So we can talk about that shortly. But I suppose the key things, like there's plenty of this, there's heaps of stuff you can do on on the paid version and depending on the different levels, that you look at. Um, but the three things personally that, that I always look at, and this, this obviously comes up a lot with the types of clients that we work with as well, um, primarily um, the, the big one is a 90-day unlimited history of who's viewed your profile. So the cool yeah. thing about that is you can, actually, you, know, you can actually go back and see, okay, based on the connection requests that we may have been sending, who has actually viewed my profile and have they connected or have they not connected? Um, with me. And secondly, from that, you can just see like random people who are checking you out. So it gives you an opportunity to really reach back out to these people and, and you know, go and connect and, and communicate and, and convert them um, over the term. Um, so that'd be the first one, that 90-day history. Uh, the second thing 
that I look at is the advanced searches that you can do mm. and the ability to save more of those searches. So if it's important for you to look at things like uh, seniority level, to look at like um, company size, so you know if you only want to target organizations or individuals that work for companies with a you know minimum of 51 to 200 staff or team members, you can do that on the premium version. Um, so they're, they're, they're beautiful things like that. If you wanted to target people specifically in, in a group, um, so one of our clients in the medical space, we're just targeting, you know, surgeons and doctors that, that are part of this one group. And, you know, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people in this group, but there's only like 15% of those people that are worthwhile, you know, connecting to specifically for what they're looking to achieve. Um, so that'd be the second thing. And the third one, and, and this is what, uh, what I find a lot of people um, have heard of this but are really unsure of how best to utilise it, and it's the um, LinkedIn's in-mail um, feature. Mm. And essentially what in-mail or what LinkedIn's in-mail enables you to do is, is really to ultimately be able to reach out to almost anybody on the LinkedIn platform, regardless if you're connected with them or not, and, and actually start having a dialogue with them. So it might just be, you know, a soft approach of, hey, you know, um, I came across your profile or I met you at an event or whatever it might be. Um, I'm just curious if you're open to connecting and having a conversation with me um, without having to, you know, send them a physical connection request. Um, so like I said, there's, there's heaps of other things in there, but, but for me and for what I find for most people, they're the three critical things. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree that the, the in-mail is uh, one of the my favourite things about going to, to the premium. I've used that a lot to connect with, with businesses that I've wanted to target into. So, um, it, yeah, it cuts a lot of corners. But uh, the, yeah. So the, the next level up is the sales navigator, um, yeah. and that's, that's more expensive than the, the, the premium version. So... Well, it, it is, it is and it isn't. It just depends on which version you go to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so, so for example, um, we've used both platforms, the Sales Navigator and just the Business Premium, and uh, we're paying, I think our subscri- subscription is around about 100 US a month thereabouts um, on the business subscription. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm probably going to preempt a question here, but are you, are you going to ask what's the difference between the two and why, should, why could you consider either or all? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because yeah. that's what most people are going to be looking at if they're, they're going to go from yeah. one level to the next. So, cool. so in, in real simple terms, um, this, is how, this is how I look at it and this is when we're consulting to people, I look at it. Um, and LinkedIn themselves have probably got a completely different opinion on this and that, that's perfectly fine as well. Um, if you're... If you're a business owner um, and or an employee where you're connecting directly to individuals, so where the individuals are your prospects, um, I would use personally the business premium account. Mm-hmm. If you're a employee or a business owner who might have multiple um, revenue streams within an organisation, so you might be speaking to the HR department for something, for um, the IT department for something else and you've got multiple different areas of, of service that you could offer. Um, so, for instance, telephone systems, yeah. for example. Um, if you were doing that, I would go the, the sales navigator in that regard. Um, the difference between the two ultimately is the business, uh, the, 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 the professional uh, 
platform is where you're connecting with the individuals, whereas the sales navigator, you're, you're, you're researching companies and then you're saving contacts under that company as leads. So you might have three, five, ten um, contacts that are hot leads within that organization. For sure. Okay, great. Yeah, that's a good distinction. So thank you for that. So um, in terms of uh, LinkedIn and how much time you spend on it personally, or, yep. or have staff, because you mean you can have staff go and do the same sort of thing if you've got outsourced staff or staff that work permanently for you, whatever the scenario is. H- how much time do you actually spend on LinkedIn uh, making connections with people on a weekly basis? Yeah, sure. So, so our aim for everyone that we speak to from an individual's perspective is no more than 30 minutes. So we, we typically say like 27 minutes a day. And um, it's sort of... I'll use it as the same as email. Um, a lot of people have heard about, you know, increasing your time management and taking control of things and just not opening your email and having it sit there all day. Um, the same applies with LinkedIn. You, you sort of want to you want to wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, and then jump onto LinkedIn and do what you need to do and get off for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, it's Or else it will just chew up your day like Facebook and everything like that. It's a, the same rules apply. Um, so... When it comes to connecting on LinkedIn, um, so we we run some LinkedIn managed services for clients and we have what we call ghost networkers who go out and send connection requests and take take connections through a process in order to to attract them and convert them into leads on a client's database. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same rule applies. It's like 27 minutes. If all you did was, was just be laser focused and, you know, sent like 10 connection requests a day. Um, you know, responded to the emails that came back through, Um, you know, anybody who accepted a connection request, put them through a pipeline, put them through a sales process, and then just scheduled a couple of updates a day using a platform like Buffer app or Hootsuite or something along those lines, Um, you're set. Uh, You don't need to be sitting in groups all day and, and, you know, posting blog posts because let's face it, most of the groups, in my opinion, are useless. They're just full of people's blogs with no communication. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah, very true, yeah. very true. Yeah. So, so we, we take a, um, a definite direct response approach when it comes to LinkedIn. Like our whole focus is how can we, for us and our clients, how can we utilize LinkedIn, A, to position, um, you know, the individual as an authority in that space, um, B, to really reach out and connect super targetedly, so be laser-focused on who it is that we want to connect with people, communicate the value, and then bring them and convert them off the LinkedIn platform onto your database. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Look, I, I, I think for most people that I talk to, uh, they're not using LinkedIn. They're, they're all seem to have their head in Facebook or yeah. twi- Twitter or, you know, probably Facebook more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and now Instagram is seems to be the the favorite uh, the favorite yeah. topic of the, of the moment <laughs> Instagram advertising and, and uh, marketing so yeah. everyone seems to be sort of like you know getting onto that but it's obviously still part of Facebook um, so in in terms of of LinkedIn the, most people that we speak to they're just not using it so uh-huh. I, I think a good start for a lot of people if they want to find out more about how they can use LinkedIn is they can go and check out your website at link authority.com that's l-i-n-k authority t-h-o-r-i-t-y.com and you've got a free cheat sheet um how to farm linkedin for leads there that's really cool i've downloaded that in the past and uh i think that's a good starting place for people who are wanting to 
um, get established with LinkedIn if they haven't already signed up with LinkedIn and want to get some ideas on how to use it. And of course, I'm assuming you, you run some some workshops and training on LinkedIn um, as as part of the heart centered money makers. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We we pride ourselves on being accessible, and and ultimately, when people go like go to that linkflurity.com website and download that cheat sheet, the next page they'll see is an opportunity for them to have a personal you know phone call with me via Skype or on the phone. Um, specifically about their LinkedIn process. Um, so we, we're more than happy to do that. Um, you know, we've got online programs, courses, a whole, whole range of things. I think the, the key, though, is um, the, the key, though, Brennan and Ed, is like really you've got to understand is your target audience actually on the platform? Exactly. And this yeah. is, this is, doesn't matter if we're talking about LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or anything. And, and, and unfortunately, time after time after time, and you know, as you know, I'm privileged to be able to go and speak about LinkedIn and other things quite often, um, people constantly come up to me and they go, oh, I'm on LinkedIn or I'm on this platform. And I'm like, great. Have you done a search to see if the people that you actually want to connect with, your future clients, if they're even on there? And a lot of the time, people haven't even thought about that because, you know, a so-called expert's told them that they need to be on every platform just for the sake of being there. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we have yeah. that same conversation with clients all the time. And it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is obvious, but you don't know what you don't know. And, and, and you, right. when you've got people bombarding <laughs> you with the fact that you need to be on social media and you need to be on all these platforms, people get in a frenzy. They don't actually stop and think and ask yeah. why and who and where and just those basic questions. So that's yeah. a fantastic point. Thank you. What's my strategy? How am I actually yeah. getting off here? It's all right. I've got 10 billion connections, but none of them have spent a cent with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what's the way to find that out? Just start doing some searches. Like, So say one of our, I guess, one of the markets we work with, and we do, you know, SEO and AdWords and website management for dental and medical practices. Yep. So would it just be as simple as me jumping to LinkedIn and doing some searches with the free plan, or do you think I need to yeah, upgrade yeah, I mean, and do, do some do, serious uh, digging? Yeah, sure. You could do the the search either with the free or the premium version. There's no no challenge with that. Um, you really just want to be clear on who it is. So so as an example, I was speaking up in um, the north side of Brisbane in Queensland. Uh, about 12, 18 months ago now, and there was a local company there who actually runs a tyre shop. Um, and, you know, they're part of a franchise and literally, you know, you, you drive your car in, they sell you some wheels and do give you some new tyres and do alignments and all of that. And mm-hmm. at this event they said, John, I don't think LinkedIn's for us. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like give me a bit more of information. They said, well, we run a tyre shop. Like our clients aren't on LinkedIn. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. That's, okay, interesting question. I'm like, why do you figure that? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, so, so tell me for a moment, like, do you, feel, do you think that people on LinkedIn may actually own a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, probably. And I'm like, okay, did you know you could actually do a, a, like a radius search based around your premises? So you could go and put in a postcode and then go and do a, you know, in Australia, like a 15, a 40, an 80, right out to about 160 kilometer radius around your location um, and just sort of see what pops up. And then we can go and filter by, you know, great, I just want to go and, I just want to go and focus on targeting accountants who live within a 15K radius of the shop. And, and you're right, you don't know what you don't know. And these people are absolutely blown away. They're like, oh my God, 
what if, and I suggested, what if we, we did a connection piece? I don't know if they've gone and implemented this, but, you know, if anyone, any of your listeners own a tire shop, try this out. Um, I said, what if you just started connecting with people within that geographical radius and then when they accept it, you just sent them a personalized email saying, hey, I really, you know, I'm not just on LinkedIn just for the sake of being here. I really want to get to know um, my connections. So we run a tire shop which is located here. Um, the next time you're driving through town, because I know you live around the area, next time you're driving through town, just give me a call or drop in and print out this email and I'll give you a free rotate and balance while we get to know each other. Yeah, awesome. Just a, a simple loss leader to get more traffic through it all. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's all it's all there for the taking if you know how to tap into it and utilize it. So Yeah, yeah. And there's no other technology involved in that one other than using LinkedIn. We're not capturing data or anything. It's just getting them online, off, off LinkedIn into, into the store. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, anything else for, uh, for John before we sort of depart on the LinkedIn subject and then start talking a bit about uh, heart-centered moneymakers? Well, I guess just one other question is... Because I don't, so I get a bazillion emails from LinkedIn, and I've unsubscribed for them gradually. I think I've unsubscribed from them all, all the notification emails. Does that mean yeah. that the direct messages don't get to me? Or because I had one, I had someone. I think it, it was actually Ed's wife sent me a message because we were doing some stuff together on her yeah. website, and I didn't get the message in my inbox. But then someone else sent me a message, and I got it. So, yeah, do the the direct messages. Are they counted as notifications or is there, you know, when people dial down these settings, does it become less effective, I guess? That's my question. Um, it, it's, it's really funny. So it's sort of there's, there's two-pronged attack that we're looking at here. Um, the first thing, I would always recommend that someone sets up a, like a Gmail account or something like that to run all of their, the LinkedIn corporate messages that come through because you, you literally get, I think I cleared out about 150 um, this morning just from yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, yeah. that's just from LinkedIn saying such and such is connected with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We, we, so as far as the direct messaging technique that we've been talking about, we actually run this specifically through the LinkedIn platform. So they see it when they log into LinkedIn. They see it when they log into LinkedIn and it will pop up in their message, like in their messages section on the platform. Yeah. Um, so, so it's definitely effective. Um, like we're, we're getting around a 70% response rate to the messages that we send within a 48-hour period. Yeah, so it's that's definitely cool. effective from that aspect. Yeah. What I don't agree with, and this is what frustrates me, and I'm sure it would frustrate both of you as well, is just because um, I accept your connection request doesn't mean that I've said go and, you know, take my contact details and put it on your email marketing platform and just email me your newsletter that may not have any relevance to me. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Bad yeah, idea. That, that's the frustrating thing. Whereas the approach that we look at is, you know, you utilize the platform, we reach out, we connect. When they accept, we go back and we say, hey, I'm not sure if this may or may not be of interest to you or ask them a question. Um, and then we get them to elect into like a lead page or, or an opt-in or a squeeze page, whatever you would like to call it. Um, so they elect to come onto our platform. Um, they've shown a, a, a direct interest in, you know, in solving a particular problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. good, good point. Yeah, I think if you're using it within the, the realms of what LinkedIn is designed to and within the rules and within common sense and courtesy, uh, 
you know, you, you really can't go wrong. But yeah, not yeah. not getting them on the list and spamming them just because they've they've come on your LinkedIn connection. So yes, correct. Which yeah. I've had done to myself, and it annoys the crap out of me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to do it to someone else. So that's fantastic. Correct. So now LinkedIn is a, is a fair amount of what you do personally, but you know, let's get into the the bigger picture of the the heart centered money makers and how that came about and your connection with Roscoe. So um, first of all. What is Heart Centered Moneymakers and, and how did it get started? Yeah, sure, sure. So Heart Centered Moneymakers, um, Roscoe, Roscoe founded the business and um, I, I suppose going back myself and Roscoe met in a seminar room and I, I actually dropped him off at the train station and we just kept in contact and uh, I went through a divorce and all of this kind of great things and uh, Roscoe said, hey, I've got a new pad down the Gold Coast, why don't you come and move in with me? And then, you know, I'll, we'll just help each other out, build our businesses. And uh, about a month after that fact, we were, just, we were just talking to each other and we were like, why are we doing this separately? Why don't we just combine forces? He was doing a lot around Facebook marketing. I was doing a lot around LinkedIn and, and you know, other coaching and, and um, mentoring aspects. And he shared his vision with me and um, I was like, yeah. So bought into the business as a co-founder and, and away we went from there. Um, primarily, primarily what we do and the whole reason why we're here is, you know, um, the, the big thing for us globally is ending poverty through economic independence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our clients that we're working with, so that's our give back, that's our contribution component. A lot of the, the conscious entrepreneurs that we're working with across a whole range of sectors, they're, they're aligned with that vision. They have like their they've got this deep burning desire to actually give back to humanity in whatever way that looks like for them. And most people that come to us are really lost when it comes to, you know, I've got this idea, now how can I actually package it up? How can I actually, you know, create a business out of this, not a hobby? How can I, you know, go from a startup which is literally starting out to making my first 250 grand or how can I go from, you know, we're doing half a million, how do I get to the million mark or from the million to three million mark? Um, and how do I become a great corporate citizen for humanity and actually contribute back to society in whatever shape or way that looks like? So myself and Roscoe are really mentors in that environment. We, we work a lot uh, with these conscious entrepreneurs around um, their marketing, around their, their marketing automation, um, the business systems, um, really, really crystallizing their vision, helping them really to get in alignment and work out what is the contribution that they want to make and how can we really create this amazing business, this amazing vehicle to enable them to absolutely get beautifully and handsomely paid because they reward that, you know, they deserve to mm. um, and go and have a huge contribution back to society, back to humanity as a whole. Yeah, a very refreshing way of thinking about small business because it doesn't get talked about a lot. It's usually um, just about the money, and, yeah. and, and not. And as you say, if, if all small businesses thought this way and contributed uh, to, back into society and and and, and the world, yeah. then the place would very quickly become a better place to uh, to operate. So, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Brendan, anything you would like to ask before I keep going? Because I'm doing a lot, a lot of the talking no. here. 
You keep going, Ed. I'll keep, I'll keep going. Talk away. <laughs> Talk away. So, so you guys, uh, so you're set up uh, in New South Wales. You've got a, you've actually got a centre. So, yeah. Uh, when, so when did the centre get set up? Cool. That that was a that was a great process. That was like almost two years in the making of of finding the right space. Um, it's funny when it's funny when you reach out to a real estate agent and say, "I want a big rectangle box with nothing internally in it," and <laughs> yeah. they show you everything but that. Yeah. Uh, and you even draw it on a napkin. Uh, so that's because so that's, that was an interesting exercise. Real estate uh, agents, yeah, they're good at actually, you know, matching the message to the market. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was that was fun. That was oh, it, it was it was actually like as much as it was frustrating. It was it was a really eye opening and fantastic process to go through. Um, so it was great. So so our whole aim is we're we're rolling out these centres across the globe. Um, we'll, we'll end up having in Australia right now probably around five. That's the aim that we'll go for, particularly within Australia and then expanding internationally through Asia and the US and, and um, other areas. Um, really what the, the aim that we want to build with these centres is, is that, that community. And, and what we're finding with a lot of, a lot of conscious entrepreneurs, they, they really, and, you know, the whole laptop lifestyle and all that now, there's, there's co-working spaces out there, but they don't actually offer the mentoring. So where we offer the mentoring, we're now going, okay, well, here is a lounge. Here is a space for you to, you know, be involved in, to be part of that community, to be part of a program where everybody, even though you're probably at different stages of your entrepreneurial cycle, but everybody's in the, singing the same tune. We're following the same process. We're following the path um, and, and really build those relationships through that. Um, so, I mean, you know, that, that's why we have the centre. We've got about 406 square metres down there. Um, we can, yeah, fit a couple of hundred people theatre style um, in the space, which, which is great. And we run a lot of our workshops and trainings there um, as well as internationally. Like in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to Hawaii and taking some of our clients over there to, to look at running their business remotely as a remote CEO. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was oh. I was kindly offered a ticket to to that by Roscoe, but I unfortunately couldn't get there. So I'll, okay. I'll have to Philippines go. Philippines December next year. Uh, okay, well that I may, I'll maybe get it swapped for then. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. And look, so it's one of the typically who is it that you find at the moment is coming to you guys and coming to the centre and and utilising your your services? Is it sort of mainly small to medium enterprises? You know. Can you give us a rough idea of? Yeah, sh- yeah, sure. We're we're pretty much, we're, we're pretty even spread between um, the, the the verticals and, and who comes through. I mean, we we have gr- like so our, our programs. We have like group programs, private mentoring programs, and then done for you services at a higher end. And um, what we what we find in the group programs traditionally um, a whole range of industry sectors, um, but traditionally they're sort of. They're at either I'm a brand new startup or I'm turning un, sort of under a hundred grand. That yeah. seems to be that entry point, mm-hmm. and they want to get to that you know two hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollar mark. So that's where they come into that group program. A lot of the, the biggest problem and challenge that they have is I've got this hobby or I've got this idea. Now, how do I make it into an actual profitable business? Yeah. How do I market it? How do I make the systems? So that's that space. Our private mentoring clients are typically, um, you know, turning over a few hundred thousand through to the half a million mark and, and want to go to that that next step, that big million dollar jump. Um, similar types of problems. They may be, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an accountant, for example, or I'm a doctor or I run this type of um, business business. 
and you know how do how do we use different marketing activities? How do we automate? How do we expand our team? And then we're then in our done for you clients, they're they're more they tend to typically be over the million dollar mark, um, and they're just they're ready to ramp it up. And and a lot of the time they're looking to um, create products based on their knowledge, and really to create online marketing funnels for events or just to really ramp up and expand. Um, their their business as a whole in that regard. Okay, and and typically um, a lot of people I know will actually come and see you and, and do work with you at the centre. But that's yeah. you're not you're not limited. You are expanding to other physical centres, but people can can. I'm oh, sure, sure you usually I mean, usually remotely. They don't have to. You can totally. Yep. Yeah, totally. I mean, right now we've we've got we've got clients obviously down the Gold Coast, New South Wales, um, Sydney, Melbourne, Perth. Um, New Zealand, Philippines, UK, um, you know, so they're all America. We've got clients all over the Thailand. Um, so we've got clients in various programs all over the globe, um, which is great right now. And all of it, like everything we do is recorded as well and we put it into our, our membership site. So even if they can't make it live, they've got the digital version of that as well. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so so you you have like uh, what what sort of is the entry level to start experiencing what you guys have? Where, where can people get started, and what sort of costings are they looking at to to get involved? Yeah, sure. I mean, easiest way for for people to get started is like like our sales process. Just so you, so you're all aware, is we usually go for a free tool to a fifteen minute call, um, and then to like a baby step, which is you know typically sub five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it will cost them to get started is the sub $500 mark. And um, then if they want to come into our programs, I mean, it just depends on, um, you know, what they're looking to do. And it could be anywhere from, you know, $397 a month through to ten grand a month um, and, and then some. Uh, just really depends on where they're at. Awesome. And do you, do you work, do you have affiliations with other companies like for example brendan and i we know we're in a similar space and do similar things so Mm -hmm. do you have affiliations with people in other spaces where you do joint ventures etc yeah we do like so so as an example like infusionsoft we're certified infusionsoft consultants um we do a lot of work with with our clients through like lead pages and um you know and platforms like like that we um, work, you know, we work with some of our accountancy clients, and we have an, a, a relationship with a with an accountancy business. Um, you know, financial planners. There's 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 always that cross promotional activity. If we can help, um, you know, that's that's the way to go. It's funny. I was just we just brought on a, a new client recently, and um, they're in the the skincare space, and they provide a lot of products to the skincare um, space. And, you know, we've, we've got clients in that space and we've also got clients in the, the food and manufacturing area. Um, so where we can cross-pollinate and cross-promote each other's services through there, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, look, ultimately at the end of the day, if people want to get in touch with you, we'll, we'll put the contact details uh, in the show notes for the podcast. Um, directly getting in touch with you, they can, they can find you on LinkedIn. They can... Type in yeah, your it's name just and John Bunny, so <laughs> yep. J-O-H-N-B-E-L-L-A-M-Y. Yeah, and uh, or email. Have you got an email address we can put on there as well? On the yeah, best channels? best way best way is either go through the linkthority.com uh, site or just connect with me on LinkedIn and we'll, we'll connect that way. Okay, okay, that's the easiest way. Sweet, yep. awesome. So anything else for John before we let him go? Because I know he's got other things he's got to get on to. He's got a busy day. Uh, Brendan? 
No, that's it. I think I have to go download the LinkedIn getting started thing. I can't believe you hadn't shared that with me, Ed. Jeez. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I I, myself. I shared I shared it with all the people that I thought I knew and then I forgot you, Brendan. It's terrible. It's the ones well, it's the ones that are closest it. to you that you sometimes forget, isn't it right, John? Spend some time on LinkedIn today. Yeah, I think. I think I think you might be hearing more from Brendan, John, regarding LinkedIn because I think he's more than happy to. I, I can hear his cogs wearing going, Yeah, I think I'll go back and pay some more attention to LinkedIn. Um, yep. There's some stuff there. So very uh, true. So thanks once again, uh, John. Say hi to Roscoe for me, Absolutely. and uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you for the time, and uh, we'll no doubt see you again soon or hear from you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Brendan. Really appreciate it. Thanks, mate. See ya. Cheers. You've been listening to the Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher.